It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. Welcome to the Bucked Up Podcast, where we like to play music for homeless men in elevators. That's uh, that's the vibe that we give off here. I mean, you look like someone that would be doing that, so. <laughs> DJ, like most, DJing an elevator. You have the loudest fucking outfit I've ever seen. I mean, bright yellow North Face pants, not pants, shorts, very short shorts. And then a uh, Wyoming bright orange shirt with fucking the lettering is lime green. I mean, this I, is a Kanye West shirt. Oh, well, this is from cool, bro. <laughs> fucking sick. That is a uh, God damn. Okay. But I, you, that's a lot coming from you. You're always in a, I mean, you're always in Hawaiian shirts. I was about always. to I, not in the wintertime. That's fucking retar- That's stupid. You're in Holy. Hawaiian jackets. <laughs> you know, I mean, I do have some, uh, I've got a couple pieces of fashion that are, you know, ridiculous. Like uh, I have a suede jacket that's got those like 70s fucking lapel. Like it looks ridiculous. You would slay pussy in the 60s and 70s. I would slay pussy in any decade. <laughs> no, but if you were in the yeah, 60s or 70s, way- you'd be swinging, swinging ladies off the dance floor. Every- also, way less consent back then. There was a questionable gray area that used to be acceptable, but now society doesn't want to play the game anymore. That's not what I was saying. I, know. I mean, I'm, I- that's not what I'm saying. That's what history has told us, okay? It is true. It is I, come on, Sam. No, we're, 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 we're joshing here. We're, we're goofing, bro. Be, we're goofing. We're having a you good would, time. I'm just saying you look like, like when I see pictures of men in the 60s and 70s, it, like you're the vibe that I see. I do have good hair. I you do have a, good, yeah. The hair is a big part of it. <laughs> it's, it's straight, but it's not too straight. It's got, I mean, like, you know, like how Hercules would look in yeah. uh, the, the Kevin Sorbo version. Yeah. I don't, I've never had it that long, but like. You got to have a little bit of floof to it. Did you, you ever get I mean? jacked? No, I've been uh, close to ripped. Never been jacked. I feel like you jacked would just, would, you could dude, be. I mean, it would be over. You'd be in the community play for Hercules immediately. Oh, you could. I mean, well, I got these big ass Gary Busey teeth. So that's <laughs> definitely going to set me back. Let me adjust my balls here. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> this is a video podcast. Oh, Please don't right. show Fuck, your, you have right. shorts on. Don't yeah. show your balls on Whip the podcast. Out here, yeah. <laughs> I just, sat in gum. <laughs> That'll be a good time. <laughs> I, I, you know, I grew up by the beach and the amount of old man balls I saw as a child outside, like they just, they would pop out of their swim trunks. And I never thought. Were you like snorkeling around them? Just like, no, like they'd just be lounging at the beach like this and a ball would pop out. Okay. I see. I've only had that experience once and it was one of my football coaches. <laughs> Fucking Coach Chafin, this like big lion coach, had a little chair they had to bring around with them and he would put it down and like his knees would come up to here. <laughs> And just one, like, I mean, the ball, it, and it was like fucking like a solid six inch sack. You know what I mean? So you tell, I can't, I can't believe he hasn't, he's not feeling the air, you know, hitting into it and shit. It was like a, a pendulum swinging about. And dude, every, the best part's like, you, dude, have you seen Coach Chafin's legs? Oh my God, they're so jacked. And then it was, oh! I'm worried about what my balls are going to look like if they're as hangy as they are right now. Oh, whoa, (laughs) buddy. That's a a statement to make. I I had a girl once be like... Are they... You have huge balls. Oh, that's that's manly. That's a pretty cool... And I was like... 
maybe I don't have a small dick. I just have big balls. And it's all by perception, it's right? All, no, I'm a big person. So even if I have like an above average dick, it just looks average on me because I'm well, big. When, when you're fully erect, does it look, does it match the... Uh... Yeah, it, when it's fully erect, it matches. But okay. I am... Uh, More of a grower oh, and not I, a shower? 100. I feel like if you looked at me, you could just point and say, you're not a shower. Yeah, I don't I, give you know, off I, shower energy. You know what? You're, here, you know, and I would say you're a nice guy, and just for uh, don't take this the wrong way, for as ugly as you are, you've got a lot of confidence. So I would say that you, I would not be surprised if you were walking around with a fucking schlong, bro. <laughs> How about you? Well, let's talk about your dick size. I got a good now. dick. I got a you really got a good, good dick. dick. Not a great dick, but a pretty good. That's uh, people that have listened to my podcast before. Uh, I have an episode where just me and my wife. We took a, a bunch of Molly, I think it was, and just fucked all like all night. And then at like one o'clock, I was like, "You want to do a podcast?" She was like, "Yeah." And we just talked about how much I fucked her and like how good it is and how many. And it, it, I think it's she, just the cuck of a podcast. Oh, <laughs> Anyone so, listening is just getting cucked. It was, it's, just, it's like, hey, man, here's how to do it. Here's how to make a woman uh, down there. That's uh, that's that's what all the vaginas make. You can go like <laughs> this is not where this is not where, but like I. The most I've ever had in one day for sex is 12. Yeah, I, I don't think I've, I, I mean, dude, we've, I probably right around there. That's, I think I've got but the double I had digits, someone be 12. like, after three, I can't do it. And I'm like, oh. what is, what yeah. is going on? Those with are people you? that have never experimented with drugs. Those, those are people on antidepressants. Oh, yeah. That's the other man. I've never like had the issue of like not being able to get boners. I'm, I'm turning 30 this year. So I'm hoping that doesn't just come out of nowhere. Still wake up in morning wood, fucking threw it to my wife this morning after I found the bone, <laughs> hey! found the log in the bed. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's Wait, like, did you say after found a log? Found a log and that's morning wood, but oh, brother, you, know, you oh, like shit in the bed. You're like, <laughs> oh, you're like there's a shit in the we're bed. That means we're getting to no. it. Oh, <laughs> okay. You got we got an open highway. Let me slide in there now. <laughs> it's lubricated and everything. I mean, if you haven't gotten shit on your dick, you haven't lived. No, I actually I think it's if you haven't gotten shit on your dick, then you're fucking a, a clean woman in the ass that that respects you before you uh, no, fuck her. You got to take those chances in life, dude. Sometimes. My wife, uh, oh, she's not gonna like this. <laughs> Is she gonna live? I hope she doesn't listen no, to my. She's not gonna. Yeah. What's it? She, uh, she's, she, as women should be. You, she's sub self conscious about anal and shitting on me, so she's like, "Hey, let me know if you ever want to do anal, and I'll do an enema beforehand, mm. so that there's no chance." I lost, and I respect that. It's a great move. People say this isn't losing my virginity, but I'm going to tell the whole story and then you can, you'll understand why I say like I lost my virginity to anal. Not, you put your dick inside of a person. I couldn't find my condom. I was 16. My girlfriend was 18. It was New Year's Eve. I couldn't find my condom and she went, just stick it in my ass. And I did. And then I found the condom later, and I did oh. that. But that was the first time I had sex was just raw dogging in the butt. So I, I will take chances. I don't give a fuck. Sure. I mean, you're not really taking that much of a chance there. That's a pretty Catholic thing to do. It's nothing too special. But it wasn't because we were. It was because I couldn't find condoms. And she was like, well, we can't get pregnant in the butt. She was older than me. She was sure. more experienced. I mean, I just fucking, I don't know, wait then. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll go get a condom. A fucking, how hard yeah. is it to just go to a goddamn CVS or a whatever they have? But in. now I'm a risk taker. 
I don't think sexual risk taking is the way to go in this new generation of uh, disgusting people. That's the other thing, man. Like I know that our our parents and our grandparents are more sexually reserved, but goddamn, they don't have as dirty dicks as uh, a lot of my buddies do. People <laughs> do you have just, dirty dicked buddies? Oh, a bunch of dude. People are I've never gotten with shit. I don't. I probably shouldn't admit this on the on my self help podcast. Is but this a self help podcast? <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> not by how, what we've how, talked about. How so are we far. helping? How are we... <laughs> it's as it's a self help podcast as much as like Rogan is a self help podcast. Okay, I just don't know how I get a lot of help from the opinions of SoundCloud rappers. But <laughs> who knows? Shay, past guest. <laughs> no. Shots fizzes is iron. <laughs> no, but I, I would rather not have sex than wear a condom. Yeah, I don't agree with that. Like, I would rather just do ha- have like give head and receive head, and then just not. What have if that's to not wear on? That's not on the table, and it's just no sex or sex with a condom. I've never had that situation. Well, that's come. the situation we're talking about here. <laughs> right now. Yeah. If I'm gonna fuck you, I need a, no, I need not, a I mean, condom. You need a lot more than a condom. <laughs> you need about a million condoms that you can sell for a dollar a piece, and then we'll talk, okay? But before that, yeah. No, if if of course, of course, I will wear one, and I have worn one in situations. But I'm just saying, the like. I don't care about hooking up that much. So I would like, unless it's a situation where I really want to be in it, I just don't care enough. Yeah. I can tell by the way you uh, dress that that is uh, how you approach things. <laughs> it's, it's true though. I, I, yeah. I, know. It's, I heard at a young enough age that like hooking up is just your mind playing a trick on you for wanting to like spread your seed and have kids. No, it's pretty cool. Actually. I've, I, 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 no, <laughs> I've had, I've, I, now I feel like the guy who's trying to explain that he's not getting, racist. Not getting pussies I, fucking pretty cool. I've actually, bro. Lot, but I like got it. It's like drinking. Like I drank enough that I got it out of my system that I don't need to get hair. Yeah, well, like I've fucked enough that I got it out of my system. I don't, need to be like hooking up five nights a week now. yeah but as somebody that is uh happily married with being a uh, be with my wife for 11 years oh that's crazy God. congratulations yeah. thank you i oh, know 10 years god damn it it's, it's, it's hopefully yeah, she doesn't listen digits. to this podcast i, I was like i'm like, I was like ah, you're giving yourself way too much credit here uh yeah and i don't cheat on her so like i genuinely don't get to have the chase anymore mm-hmm. and like i don't even miss it but dude when i was getting laid when i was younger man it was fun it is cool and it is a it's a good time especially if you do it correctly and you're not like you know quote breaking hearts or being like a scumbag yeah. about it and you're just you know banging other sluts because you're also a <laughs> slut at the time and it's like let's all that's... slut out wait I'm having okay. I'm having a realization right now. Where are you on the self help? So podcast? I, I am. I've been living with my mom, so I can't be slaying living with my mom. So maybe I've convinced myself that yeah, now that like before it's you not even worth try, it. Because like, yeah. like when I was at when I was in college, like you have your own room, you can do yeah. whatever you want, and that's fun. But when you live with your mom, you can't like. There. I'd rather just not like. When is she not gonna be here? Like, am I gonna fuck while she's teaching? Like, I don't. Yes. It's not worth. That's it. definitely a subconscious thing that's happening. Is you're almost, you're just in your head. You're defeated <laughs> before it's even happened. But that's why I've been able to do a podcast two times a week. Is because it's like I'll put my energy into that. Oh, I'll I, chase the guests. I don't have to chase the, these whores. That's cool. But I mean, even when you go out to New York next time, or you're doing that, you know what I mean? That's the time to slay it. You well, know I, I mean? was thinking about. I can't. I'm not. We were talking about this before, and I'm not giving details on the podcast or anything, 
but I did have an opportunity to arise where I might move to New York and leave home for the first time. And I was that the thought process is like, I'm going to have a place to fuck again. Like that was honestly like other than the amazing opportunities of living in New York and all that, just that was like a thought process that went through. Like, I was like, Oh, I'll actually have like a place to do other stuff. Yeah. But like, that is like, a thing that is for sure and that new place probably doesn't have your mom living there which is going to be great you <laughs> that know? is true that is true <laughs> it is notch. but so my mom was convinced i was gay growing up i was going to finish that sentence <laughs> with the exact thing i was like fuck he's already like i missed it, and it was, i had this moment of like wait did i did i make that happen did i like spoke <laughs> it will yeah, that uh, into reality so when i had like girlfriends for the first time this is another reason why i don't care about like she was like Thank God it's not a guy. He can have girls sleep in his room. Like, I don't care. As like, okay. So I would just, like, at 16, I could have girls sleep in my room. So it was just, like, like, it's, like, it's, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. It is cool, but it is funny. It was like, thank God it's not. It's, Why it's, did she think you were so? Gay? Have you listened? Have you looked at me or heard my voice? Like yeah, I wouldn't say gay. I don't know why, but like gay guys are usually. I used attractive. to have like a Mickey. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like gay guys are in shape and they have good opinions and good tastes. You know, like no, they also dress better than this. <laughs> when i was younger okay actually i used to only dress in vineyard vines do you know what you're not from mass so no those are the bright pink shorts and the t-shirts with the whale on it buying you the clothes i know so i was like she was dressing me as this she was painting me the picture she didn't want me to be okay so i mean you know what she's probably working her own shit out on on you she is (laughs) <laughs> but no so it was like as like you can just sleep in room so i just got it out of my system well, so just the way you dress like did, did you ever make out with i used boys? to have a mickey mouse voice like i used to have a like, like, like hey guys like oh wow okay like well, it was just i um didn't have a lot of friends okay <laughs> I, I, See, hey, hey guys are popular <laughs> I wasn't gay. I was just a loser. <laughs> well, you're getting girls. So you weren't that much of a loser. Well, so what happened was or I were was they just a the loser. Girls no, they ever. were. So what happened was up until sophomore year of high school, I was a fat fuck. And then I lost like 60 pounds. And then I was still like the nice fat guy, but I was like 180. Okay, I'm nice. like 220 now. So I was 180. There I was just go. like, and so I was able to get more attractive girls for the because i was like the nice guy uh-huh. i was i felt like i was in a taylor swift music video like oh, i just like wow. let my hair down and took my glasses off and i was just hot <laughs> this is <was sighs> before my hairline started receding or yeah it was yeah, like, <laughs> i just realized it is pretty uh it's gets cutting itself back there every it? single podcast with comedians we talk about my hairline hair and i just like i feel like that's what people like who don't listen to the rap episodes you just listen to the episodes think yeah. it's like a hair like a hair loss podcast well, it's not a hair loss podcast for one of us it's uh <laughs> no, you have good hair gr- if i have great hair actually i just got a haircut fucking yesterday so. you have good hair never had ed what I've never ED? had erectile. Oh, erect- oh. I've only had erectile dysfunction when 
the girl you- wasn't up to par. <laughs> that is, I'm being oh, honest. Weed. Like, oh, I got that, but it was always from like being trash drunk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah. I bet only one time, man. That was, that was a great but I've story. never had like you want to hear a fucking like a, this is one of the few times I was like a douchebag. Oh like, yeah, I'd love to hear this. this girl like uh, from Molokai. It's an island in Hawaii that's a little less populated, and she was like, not. She was cute, but like gross, <laughs> fucking nasty, dirty girl. Yeah, like great body though. You know, okay I know what you. Style. Yeah. And one uh, of they have the rings right here. Yeah, exactly. Dude. <laughs> I know who you're and talking like, about. And like she fucking like like she's there's like a party going into her dorm and she like goes into a room, but as she does, she like like arm and then just touches my dick. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fall into this. Mm-hmm. And we get in there. And as a gentleman, I am I'm like, all right, let me eat you out first. Cause that's what I was doing back then. And her pussy was so fucking gross. <laughs> okay. So I'm like trying to like I'm trying to like I'm, it, I just it I can't I'm trying to get hard so goddamn bad I'm already drunk too, mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm just I'm, it, the whole motions are happening and I'm like uh, hang on I gotta I gotta go I gotta get I gotta go to the bathroom so I, I literally feel like I have to throw up, and I get up out of the bed and I fall into her closet and just break the doors in half. <laughs> Because they're like <laughs> shitty dorm doors, you know what I mean? Yeah, you just had a fucking chloroform cloth yeah. put to your mouth. <laughs> and then, like, Fuck it, climb out of the thing, go to the bathroom, just puke in the fucking toilet. <laughs> and then just left. I was like, all right, I'm going to take off. Sorry for not fucking you. <laughs> that was my last Tinder hookup. Oh, it was man. at the beginning of quarantine. It was like, t- so I was broke. I, I went through a breakup the week before quarantine happened. And so two weeks before quarantine happened. So then like two months, a month into quarantine, I was like, I'm just going to whatever. I'll match someone on Tinder and just out. like get it, you know. And so this Break girl, quarantine. I literally had to put on music to like, so I, she didn't hear me dry heaving while eating her out. Ugh. And then I, I had vomited in the bathroom too. It was so, but you can't like, what do you say in that moment? This is a self-help podcast. Sonny Dennis, what do you say in that moment? Do you want to, I mean, that's, it depends who you are. As a man. <laughs> that's, just, that's why I'm glad I'm, that's why I'm glad I'm with a woman that has a fucking extremely clean vagina and butthole. Okay. But both very important. It'd be weird if you had one really nasty really good, one yeah. clean. Oh, like God, I mean, they're right next to each other. Yeah. So I think I, at this point, you, what's the situation you're in? Did you ask to be there? Are you there for a certain reason? Ask these to, your, to yourself, and, you know, whatever the things line up as. You can be a dick if you want to be a dick, but just know, man, you better, like, she better have, like, thrown it at you. And then, like, been aggressive and then had it. Like, she's, like, shoving your face down there. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, that's when you're allowed to flip out. But if it's, like, you decide to go down and happen to discover this, then... You know, sometimes we have to live with the decisions we make, my good friend. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, Marco Polo, I bet they didn't find everything they wanted on all their no, expeditions. No, I bet they found some shit they didn't want to find. <laughs> That's what I mean on some of those expeditions. I, I, I just said I had Italy. a podcast. Italy? Gross. It's a great excuse. I was like, I have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, I have to go do a podcast. Oh, God. Mid, mid me not being able to get it up, mid me vomiting in the bathroom, I was like, I got to go do a podcast. See, you got to leave. I had the decency to be like, hey, I'm sorry. My dick's not getting hard. So I'm going to I'm gonna dip on out of here. I didn't blame her. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's just not. Working. No, I told her. I was like, I said, I'm, I'm trash. I'm fucked up. I'm not going to be able to do it. Like, <laughs> you never blame her. You, you can't blame them. No, you can't no. blame them. Even if it is like, if they're just like, if she's spits up onto herself and like rubs it into her face i'd still be like i know it's you know hey something came up uh, it's true you can't no it's 
But the, that's a total, it's not the opposite well, way. I'm sure some of your fucking listeners, a couple, I, 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 there's got to be a couple incels out there that, are, that <laughs> peek in here and there. But it's like the, the move of like people, like like one, ah, oh man. Well, ah. <laughs> Come on. Well, supposedly, like one of the comedians in Boston did when he was shot down by a girl where they just go, well, then fuck you, you dumb, ugly bitch. I didn't even want to hook up with you anyway. You fucking idiot. Oh. And it's like, how is that the move no you no just got reject i mean dude every time i've ever gotten rejected it was always like oh sorry for bugging you ah, get away get away and we walk away as quickly as possible it's, yeah no hope I, none of your friends saw it happen the, the move what's your deal then fuck oh, really you think you're like i oh not even the confidence it takes to do that but the lack of mental awareness no you can't you can't freak because like you can't freak out because no matter what no matter what, in the back of their mind, they're like, oh, he can fuck me up if I don't, like, you know what I mean? No. So if you get mad at them, if you freak out at a girl, they're going to get scared immediately. For like, no. They're going to get scared. I, first of all, when you get, freaking out shouldn't mean physically. I'm just saying even just yelling or calling someone a dumb cunt. That's what I'm saying. That will, I, that's going to put a girl at, on edge. Any, like, you don't, that's never going to get you a good situation. Like. Oh, I absolutely Free, like, agree Freak it out at a girl never works. Yeah, but I don't think it's because they think they're going to... Because there's people that are men that are not intimidating. Where there's women that are like, true. oh, I could beat the fuck out of this little dork. And it's I guess like, that's true. And that is the guy, like the bagel bosses of the world. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, fuck you. And it just yelled yeah. at a woman for like rejecting them. And it's like, I don't... Literally, they're like, some people are just like, no, men are gross douche losers. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be a physical alter. It's sometimes just like... Man, you guys are just. I, I, I see those guys too, and it's like, fuck. We get rid of you. We, you and the and the TikTok dancers at the same time. Let's <laughs> knock everyone out of one fucking fell swoop. It's insane. Any any man who's like, any dude who's over like the age of forty who still like pops his collar on his shirt and he's bald, and, and it's like, I see him on the subway all the time. I'm like, the fuck do you? And then I watch him like walk up. He goes, Oh, you look really beautiful today. It's like. What do you what do you what do you think oh, is gonna happen? Bro? Yeah, I what do you re like you, you're done, dude. You, you life passed you by. I'm sorry, whatever you have is what you had, but like move on, bro. Get out of here. You ever work in food service? I yeah, so you know, that's like it. food service is where I first realized like how creepy old dudes are to young chicks. Yeah. Like, like the things that they would say, like even it's with me, like even though, like whenever like a line cook dates like a hostess or something like that. Oh, the, like, yeah. What the, why is everyone okay with this? Like, no, or just like sitting. I was at a show and the there was a like oh, attractive waitress and like this table of fat, gross old dudes. And every time they came over, they'd say something. And it's like, I don't know if it's the delusion, like they think it's gonna work, or that they're like, we're so old that we don't give a fuck. We'll literally just say gross shit to this girl. I think it's bowling. It's part of it. Just it's the only time that they literally are around a pretty girl that they can talk to. Because their Which, wives probably aren't like. Oh, they're no. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> First of all, no one over the age of forty is hot. Like, <laughs> sorry, ladies, it's not happening. I've seen some over. Yeah, I've seen I mean, some forty-year-olds. Yeah, seen them with their clothes off. Yes. I have. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> You're right. You're yeah. right. They can be hot, but there's always 
Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I know that's everyone fucking... Their stomach always looks like static on a television. Yeah, man, it's the fucking... Even no matter what, you're not going to get that little bit of fucking arm fat there. <laughs> thighs just sag a little... It's No one, you never... You've, God forbid you've had a kid or two. That's what I mean, no one, they have the, the stomach skin oh, that looks... Or a C-section scar. You've never, never banged a chick with a C-section scar, thank I've God. never banged a chick with a C-section scar, but I have banged chicks who have had kids. See, I, I have as well. Which is equally gross. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not here's. The, I'm not saying that you're gross. I'm saying that having sex with women that have had kids is gross. Man, my wife's. That's the thing. My wife's just like, we're having a kid soon. I'm like, all right. Do you think you would be a good dad? I'm gonna kick ass. I mean, yes. I mean, you foster but, kittens, yeah. and the way you just gently picked up there was like you. You're fostering the cutest cat. Yes. Coffee you beans. Gently picked it up and just kissed it and moved it into the room. It's a her, it was, first of all. She. I'm yeah. sorry. It was. <laughs> you're not gay with your cat. I was, <laughs> you're like, it's a fucking, I was making out with a chick. I was kids. No, I would kiss a little boy cat if I had one here. <laughs> but it, I see you as a good dad. Absolutely. Just, the only issue I have is financially. Mm. That's where I'm like, because even like, I'm like, dude, can I just. And drug days. You can't have just a day to trip. when I mean, I'm gonna. <laughs> Sorry, kid. That's, I'm not gonna like do it like on his birthday or something like that. Like, I'm gonna like legit. Where it's like, oh, there's a field trip. Or it's like an overnight thing. Oh fuck. Oh my god. Oh, you're going to you're going to sleep over at your friend's house. Hey, I'd be like my wife. I'm like, hey, you got in case he wants to come home. You have to be the person. But that yeah, dad's gonna be in the yard. Even if kid comes. What's dad? Oh, dad's just in the yard. He's talking to one of his friends on the phone. His, no, his phone's on his hand. Well, he's got his headset in. It's okay. <laughs> Leave him alone. You're like, just screaming in the backyard. <laughs> Even when I, if I'm I'm howling, I'm just laughing. I'm yeah. having a good time. I'm a. Do you have I, bad trips? I have, but it usually comes from when I'm like aggressively drinking. Eh, this last uh, year over quarantine, I had a couple uh, get, I was fighting with my, me and my wife were fighting, having a couple bad nights there. And I would be like, oh, fuck you, I'm going to go get trashed. And I would just like, uh, I would do acid like spitefully. <laughs> and like, Never, yeah. it would be fun for a while. Then there'd be a point where it would be like, I'd kind of calm down and like look at my phone, but. <sighs> <laughs> Why can't I just have love? <laughs> and that's where it's like, it's not. And then even like you do have like the break, not the breakthrough, but you, you're able to be like, all right, you're being dumb right now. Yeah. But just answer your phone. And you're like, well, now I'm just tripping on acid and fucking a dumb comedian's yard in Quincy right now. And why don't those breakthroughs ever happen sooner? Oh, like when do. you're like, not, not at just in tripping, but just like, angry yeah like when you're angry in a relationship like you can't get like i wish you could get that like oh i was dumb feeling immediately oh, instead of like yeah, it's what's, 30 minutes of screaming smoke weed. <laughs> yeah i figured that this like my wife literally had to be like you're not allowed to go smoke weed in the middle of, of us fighting i was like why not she's like because you just apologize and it's like <laughs> i don't even feel like you're actually like appalled you're not even listening you're just doing it to get it over with i'm like yeah I do you want me to yell at you crack the code <laughs> i'm also i've gotten pretty i mean like so i've had to work through some anger shit this past like two years specifically I'm, I, like, my wife was like yeah you're angry i'm like i'm like yelling at like world star hip-hop videos and shit. i'm like just fr y y i don't know if you ever have this but like when you look at activism and everything, you just get mad at the world. You're like, fuck, you just want to, yeah. you know, go to a billionaire's house and take their kids hostage and then, and then kill them anyway. You know, <laughs> stuff like that. I, I man, if I'm ever going to kill myself, it's going to be a very elaborate, like, I'm going to take Mitch McConnell with me. I'm like, that's the Have whole. Have you planned it out? No, but I've thought about it a lot. <laughs> I've also thought about, like, 
like you know the Brooklyn Bridge, or not the Brooklyn Bridge, the really you know the, the yeah the, the, mm-hmm. yeah dude just like fucking making the biggest bomb you can in your car, driving <laughs> in the middle there, fucking boom like. I mean, no one. There's are there sleeper to- cells in Hawaii? No, I feel dude, like fucking, or like the other one is the other the big one. I'd be I get like six drones, just a good size explosive on all of them, and then fly them into like a football game. <laughs> you know, like why? Fucking, you could kill like probably a thousand people. Yeah, but like. Why not pick like? Because I always watch all these terrorist attacks, and I'm like, the guy in the truck that kills like seven guys. I'm oh, like, yeah. really, dude? I'm not like, cause I look at it like a video game every now and then. I'm like, seven? <laughs> yeah, they don't. They're Low not score, playing. bro. And it's like, I'm always like, they like the trucks for Everyone likes the fucking the box truck. That's the way to go. For, and I'm like, what? Why is no invest five thousand dollars into your mass murder? Get a class, uh, class D. What is it? The class D driver's class license D, yeah. to drive the eighteen wheelers. Invest your time. Well, even that, because you're just. I mean, good luck. Fu- yeah, those things don't turn. You know what I mean? So good luck I gotta say, I've never had cloud. these thoughts. Oh, dude! Every time I watch it, the first one, I was like, "This is so fucking terrible." The, the bad ones are like, "This is terrible." But when it's like a like someone like you'll see like someone try to like stab people and and it's like. What are you even doing? That's why I listen why to gangster you... rap. That's why I like. No, the... no, no. Have you ever seen like someone in, like the Middle East try to do like a mass? Like they try to. Oh yeah, like, they just. Uh... But they kill like three people, and it's mm-hmm. like, wait until you have a gun. Like, That's not don't... a smart person, though. Yes. That's someone who's having a mental breakdown. I agree, but I also the people that get the box trucks and try to do that too. I'm like, <laughs> fucking bad move, bro. Yeah. Like, and the whole I've also heard podcasters people are like. Why has no one ever tried the drone bombs? It's like that's a good fucking idea. No, so the Steve, bridge one I have whenever I drive through there, I'm like, man, if my car, if I just like fucking, and then it's like take it a step further, like I just packed like a bunch of shit in here, <laughs> blow up like one of the biggest bridges in New York, fucking do some dark night shit. <laughs> that no, would be insane. No, no. So Steve, okay, Stephen King has this thing, this uh, uh essay he wrote where he's like, we like violent stuff because it feeds the alligators in our brain. Like, if we don't feed the alligators with, like, fucked up stuff, like his movie, like, horror movies or fucked up books, or with me, like, very, like, violent descriptions and rap, like, uh, that feeds the alligators, so I feel like I don't have those thoughts in real life. Oh, no, no, the thought is always how easy it is, because I would drive by it, and I'm like, why is there not, there's no, like, there's... There's nothing to get. A, there's nothing to stop it from happening here, especially when you go across the, like, the bridges and shit. I'm like, or at the sports games, I'm like, man, I could have walked in. You walk in, I'm like, they, they, the guy that pats you down, I'm like, he just goes, to, to, I'm like, I literally want to be like, hey, would you? I don't have a gun, but can you just fucking make me feel like you're doing a little better of a job, like, because I, I don't know, I, I always feel like I'm the guy. Movie theaters were the first place I saw shit go down. And I'm like, I'd, I'd look at the uh, the guy walking in and be like, oh, is that guy gonna shoot the place up? Oh, uh, okay, we're good. And then, like sporting events, I'm amazed. That Were you events. an anxious kid growing up? No, just the uh, the fucking the Joker kid, the one that shot up the movie, the Aurora th- uh, movie theater. Remember Were that you happened? Like this, were you like shit? This guy had some good points. No, I, literally, it was just like it had never occurred to me that like that could happen. And it was just like, what movie theater? Fuck! I guess if I'm in the top where I love to sit. I would be so, and it's, and you're just, because you're like, I never thought I'd have to worry about anything at the movie theater. I do like mushrooms and go watch Avatar, you know? Yeah. I didn't, and then th- it was almost like this uh, very safe place was no longer a safe place. And I had to think about. And now you're like overcorrecting. You're like, yeah. what fucked up stuff can I think of so I know? Well, that- just, exactly. Like, I'll give you one I'm head trying of to protect you if the FBI the comes here. after this episode. Uh, <laughs> if anything, all I would be, I mean, the one thing I think I would be able to do is like write a great manifesto to inspire somebody. It would be funny. 
No, I would. <laughs> you I put would. some punchlines. Mine line. would not be funny at all. I'd be very serious with my mass murders. <laughs> Extremely. No, I'd be pretty funny with it, actually. <laughs> well, you are like, I feel like you are the person that, like, if you saw you on stage, you're a very happy person, very friendly. Yeah. But, like, you are like, oh, there definitely, there has to be, like, the pendulum has to swing the other way. Oh, I'm an aggressively violent drunk. And now sure. it makes yeah. sense. Now, <laughs> I'm I guess, working on it, though. We're, we're getting a lot No, better. I definitely have anger anger issues that I try to work on. That's the whole point of, like, you say, like, this is a self-help. It's like I started this because I was like, shit, I got to figure out some of my problems that I have. Oh, dude, I had to, like, force myself into having an anger problem when I was a kid. You were like a cop. Like, what I do you mean by that? I was a pussy, a fucking capital P, cap, capital F, the war of the rhymes with the maggot, you know, the one that we can't say no more. I mean, the king of the maggots. And uh, so, like, I was like one of the only white kids uh, in my school. I got fucked with a lot, especially for being like a Howley kid. And like, my best friend at the time is, uh, his name was Thor, and he was another white kid, but like, he was tough and like, he would fucking like his stand name's up. Thor. If your name's Thor and you're a pussy, then like. Yeah, well, fucking, I think, yeah. His, his, yeah, his, his, uh, his home life was a little different than mine. We'll put it that way. And I think uh, my, when my mom dug out, my dad was almost a little bit like, oh, I'm gonna take you. I mean, hey, guys, come on, it's all good. And like, it was like I had to play the dad and the mom part there. So he would, when he would yell at us, he would like do it in like a cerebral way. It wouldn't just be like never got drunk and flipped out or anything like that. Never, you know, screamed or anything. But fucking Thor would like he also like knew how to. He had an older brother that taught him how to fight and shit. My dad like showed me how to box a little bit. But I just I remember being like, Dad, I don't want to. I could just I want to learn how to talk so that I don't have to. You know. I'm, I was the same way. Yeah. Well, I got I remember getting beat up a couple times and being like, fuck this, like. You need to like. I remember this one. I remember like I don't. I don't care about being white. Like you can just whatever. I, I'm a Howley. Okay. He's like, yeah. Well, fuck. I fucking hate Howleys. And he was like, yeah. Go over on the other side of the school, the the field. I'm like, and then one day I'm like, fuck this. And like had to think about like, think about. I think I thought about my mom or something like that. And got like as mad as I could and like did that. Yeah, fucking like where you're crying as you're doing it too. And like, how did it go out? I didn't. What did he? Fucking kid didn't pick on me anymore. And. uh I'm ringing now. Uh, yeah, kid didn't pick on me anymore, which is great. But then, like, you know, I got tall. That was the other thing is, like, when you're, like, a like a kind of a chubby, taller white kid, every fucking, every time you go to, like, a new school or, like, a new town or something like that, every kid your age is like, what, are you big for nothing? Or let's, let's test you out. Huh? I'm like, why can't they just be a fucking a tall, fat white kid? Like, why does everyone be, oh, you must be good at fighting. Eh? Let's, let's, let's scrap right now. I'm like, this sucks. And then when you just kind of get where to the point where you're like, yeah, let's fucking fight. They'd be like, nah, 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 I was messing around. Was but you're like, you have to almost get to that point where you. So you had to like teach yourself to be like angry. Yeah. And also, and even that's backfires too. Cause I do get like, I'm, I care too much about the Howley shit where I'll like, I'll fucking like, I do my friends will do it to me. And I'm like, I'll feel it. And I'm like, they're fucking trying to, they're trying to mess with you. Well, that must be a weird thing. Like coming to Massachusetts that like just growing up and being white and having it be like, racist towards like being hated for your skin color yeah, when you're but white you, you get it though that's the weird thing is like, you, you take like hawaiian history it's like mm -hmm. fourth grade and you're like oh shit that's really how it happened yeah fuck okay that makes because i remember there'd be like adults they would like just be drunk in like the parking lot of like this you know whatever fucking grocery store we're at like fuck you you dumb fucking little alley i'm like i don't, I don't 
don't, I don't, I don't even know what hell it means. Yeah, shit yeah. like that. And then you get older, and you're like, you almost have this like, I understand why I'm treated this way. Oh, I sympathize with this. Does that make you understand racism better on other fronts? Absolutely, but it's also like it also lets me. I guess the the only thing that it, uh, thank you very much. The only back uh, firing, I guess, for me is like that. I cause everyone, I guess, the idea is if you're white. It, whatever privilege you've had almost cancels out the uh mm-hmm. that people can be racist to you and i'm the one that's like no let's look at everyone's specific situation being poor and white is a lot different than being rich and white and i think that that that's the only thing i'm like dude you it, when it comes to the caucasian specifically or also asians too uh wealth disparities fucking huge in those two specific areas yeah. and, you know it's not talking i yeah, it's being white and rich is fucking great i think being white and poor is not bad it's pretty good actually but yeah man to be like I, some, to be caught up in those arguments every now and then it's like come on he is not the same as fucking thurston howell the third over here no it's it's a rich guy from gilgan's island for your younger uh, oh look there. at that nice reference i didn't even get that i know when did you how old were you when you realized what that was racism it's, it's, well like you were like you didn't even know what a howley was at one point like third grade probably yeah, whatever third grade was. And then uh, afterward, I don't know. That's the other thing is like, it's, it, I mean, it sucks to do, but I almost did become like a, like a, like a, like a howly Uncle Tom, where I would just be like, I would like try to be like, I'd hang up with my, Hawaii, my local friends mm-hmm. sometimes. Like, yeah, let's, oh, there's a new white, a white kid that came to our school. I'm going to, I'm going to fight you fucking dumb howly and like slap. And like, I would try to get the kid like to double down. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like almost like, you can't call me howly. I'm picking on the howly. Yeah, real dumb, stupid high school shit. But but that is a and college too. I did it. I did it in Maui a bunch. But there were only two in your school. No, no, no. there was more than two. But more like, than two. It was, yeah, me and Thor were like the we were like in our grade at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's probably like four, four or five in our grade. But those were the we were the two that like that's the other thing is if you were just like you just hung at the computer lab, you were fine, not fine, but like it wasn't gonna hit you as bad. And you're like, you weren't having a great time at like. That that was the thing is like I was a loser in school like I didn't have friends in school and then I'd go home and my home life wasn't like great and so I think that's where a lot of the anger is it's like I just want my fucking peace like oh, a yeah. lot of my anger is just like can't people just under like I just like I just want a time where it's like I can have a little bit of peace for sure you know I got that eventually too I remember like when like my home life finally settled down and kind of my mom got sober and was doing her own thing and everything. That was when, like, I remember it was when they... The How old were you when your mom got sober? Like, 14, 13 or 14. So you understood what was going on. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, I've got... I watched her get the fuck beaten out of her by, like, drug dealers and shit. It was super, super, like, bad, bad times. But when she, I'm proud of her to this day, though. Yeah. Is she good now? Yeah, she's been sober for, like, 14 years. Oh, wow. Still Congratulations, a huge bitch, sir. but... <laughs> God damn me. I mean, At we, least we, he's not we, turning back to drugs. Exactly. She fucking, she drinks now, which I'm always like, fucking, just, I, one of the most annoying, not even like a terrible, just annoying drunk where I'm like, I hate when you get trashed. Yeah. God, it's the worst. But she's doing a lot better. Her life is overall like in a so, I mean, she was probably, I mean, she was close. I thought she was dead for like a couple, like a month out of my life, probably. It was that bad. She was getting legit. I think she was like uh, investigated by the FBI for like a bunch of credit card, not credit card fraud, but. Yeah, uh, check fraud or something like that. But yeah, it was also getting hunted by like Mexican drug dealers. It was an insane fucking life for her. And then she ended up. Like, were you aware? You were aware yeah, of all this going on. My dad's a pretty open guy, so like every now and then he would like have a couple too many drinks. 
You know, have a, he's just like his size Heineken. He would like we'd be barbecuing on Sunday. Were they Sunday. together? No, the, no, not. Oh, my mom bailed a long time ago. So it was just one. It was just me and my dad. But he would like you know, kind of like she would try to be in her life. We'd talk to her on the phone and stuff. Mm. And you, but you kind of it would be these crazy situations. He'd, he'd hear from other people. Yeah, she ain't doing too good. She tried to help out. And he would like have a couple like buddy, fucking. He'd be pissed at her. He was like, you know, your fucking mom. Like I hate her, but she's uh she's not doing too good. And like that would be how it would come out. And it's you know. Maybe not the coolest thing to do to like a 10 year old or an 11 year old, but no, but it's like you were talking like the opposites. Like that's uh, like, that's the opposite of how it usually is. Like Absolutely. at least with me, like my mom would be like, let me spill some shit on your dad. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And th- th- I feel like that's probably usually the normal way. Yeah. Well, even, you know? my, cause I would see my dad was, he was legit like, Hey man, I, I don't, I don't know if your mom's alive. We're pretty sure she is, but like, it's like what's the point in shit because she she was not even like it's not even like the one parent can be better than the other one it's just like oh uh, you, your kids love their mom when they're that age too you want to have yeah, them of in course, a little of bit of course but man there's a point where it's like i mean like dude, my godmother had an episode of dog the bounty hunter about her <laughs> that's wait, how wait you gotta tell me yeah, this story so fucking, <laughs> you gotta tell me this story. like my mom's <laughs> best friend uh the lady like when they were like getting the most fucked up when they were doing the, like her house got burnt down by meth dealers and shit fucking this just crazy lady the dog catcher? Yeah. So, no, so dog, the, 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 I remember like we were, we, my mom was all sober and stuff and I was like, I was staying with her for a minute and like we were, it was when dog would come on. It was when it was on mm-hmm. and she like fucking screams, oh my God. And like, I come on, it's like, what? She's like, eh. I'm not going to say the name, but it's her. And I'm like, oh, and, I'm like, and we would just sit and watch the entire episode. And like the guy that uh, she was with at the time, who they were just like, they were just meth boyfriend, meth girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, he had, they, they'd stolen like a big, buddha statue for outside of a restaurant i don't know what they thought they were gonna do but just like and like fucking ridiculous and the guy jumps out on his bond and uh they find her right away and like she's just like at the house he's like what the fuck god damn it he's that piece of and just she rats him out immediately <laughs> just snitches immediately instantly. and uh like she's in handcuffs and like smoking a cigarette the whole time <laughs> It's fuck and dude, the best line in the whole fucking show is uh they finally catch him and he's just pissed off and they're, they're, they're trying to find the Buddha statue. They're like, just tell us where the statue is so we can bring it back. And the guy's like, Man, I don't even want I never even wanted to smoke that 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 bullshit. Talking about meth. He's like, God, she's the one that showed it to me. She's the one that fucking brought it into my life. And he goes, It's taken down better men than you. <laughs> and as and but as, as she pokes her head out the window with the window or like part I changed up, my mind on her. I like her now. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, I, and then yeah, they fuck get arrested in separate jails that was the other thing is like you bring her to the the one in the east i'll bring her to the one in the west you know let's just not even deal with that yeah. and uh it was a, it was a sad slash like, did you ever oh, see like, her after that no but she follows me on facebook and likes a lot of my stuff and <laughs> does. really sweet girl really a lady god definitely not a girl no more definitely. you can't be a girl getting arrested no, by dog I, the just, bounty on no but very <laughs> surprise surprise really into jesus yeah who would have thunk it huh yeah. not buddha she didn't find. No. She didn't find Buddha. No, man. I'm sure she's uh, actually actively avoiding Buddha. She ever sees him on the street, she's like, "Oh shit, oh, he's gonna recognize me from the dog, the bounty hunter." Ah. Oh my. Yeah, living in uh, Alabama. I mean, yeah, to go to Hawaii to Alabama is a fucking move. Where I'm like, okay, that's a uh, that's a choice. I yeah. always think that fucking Massachusetts or Hawaii to Mass is bad, but. When did you move out of Hawaii? 2015. At this point. How old are you? 25 back then. You had never left no, Hawaii? 24 back then. 
Uh, I'd so I no, not the state. I moved from the Big Island to Maui, which in its own way is a pretty big like Big Island. So the Hawaii's like uh, I think it's like seven islands total. Oahu is the main one. It's one of the smaller islands, but it's got the the city on it. It's got the most population. It's got the most shit. There's a water park over there. Mm. There's a it's where the Pro Bowl was played for uh, a long time. There's just a bunch going on there. Yeah. And uh, it's also got some really beautiful stuff, but it's a smaller island that it's really overrun by tourism. A lot of just city. It's, I don't know. I, I was never a fan. And then Maui's like, uh, it's got a little bit, it's got like, you know, big towns and stuff like that. A little bit more going on. Really good surf. And then the big island, like, it's the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Every, all the islands total can fit into the, the big island like twice. It's fucking enormous. Damn. But it's the newest island. So it's the least eroded. It has the least like. Newest island that formed? Yeah. So it's like it does. It, there's no erosion. So what did not, it form? Like a hundred, I don't know, like a million years ago or okay, something. Like okay. The other ones formed like a million and a half <laughs> years know, ago. This is for listeners. We just smoked a joint, and this is how stupid my high brain is. I was like, the new island. Like, did they build it like ten years ago? Oh <laughs> like, God. I mean, you, you don't sound like uh, you don't sound too far off from a lot of terrorists that I've talked to. <laughs> Can you swim under the island? <laughs> Idiots. But yeah, it, it's not a, no. But it's the newest one yeah. out of. So it's like, it's just like the rocks that like yeah, like whatever the foundation of a normal island is. A lot of it's covered in that shit. So you're like, this looks like the moon. Like it doesn't. Oh, that's it's pretty cool. It is, but it's not Hawaii. Mm-hmm. So when you're going on vacation, you're like, what the fuck? This is ridiculous. And the whole every town's like an hour away. So it's, you're just driving through a lot of nothing, a bunch of like forest, a bunch of jungle and shit. And then like I don't know. I I grew up there, but it was definitely mm. not a lot going on. Grew up in a town that Dog the Bounty Hunter frequented quite a bit. So that just says a Did lot Did he about... live in Hawaii? Yeah, that's where the whole show took place. Oh. That's how that? li- I had no idea. I watched it when I was younger, but I had no idea it always took place they in Hawaii. They would do a couple episodes in, like, Colorado or something like that. Mm. For the most, the whole, the thing it makes that, sense. Yeah, the whole thing about the show is it, it's in Hawaii. Yeah, because how you can't get out. Like, it's, you can't run away. Like, I, you can always catch someone. Sure, but I didn't even know if that was what they were going for. They were just like, it looks pretty, and fucking Hawaiian people are interesting. You know? She got big titties, and he got yeah. fake hair, so. Fucking thank God she's dead, though. Oh, my God. What a piece of shit those two were. That whole family's garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah, d- 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 the other thing. The kind a of lot of white trash in Hawaii? Not a lot. Some. A little bit. There's a couple people that moved there because of a song, you know? <laughs> for the most part, though, it's like rich white people and, like, locals, mm. which are, like, uh, Hawaiian, Filipinos, Tongans, uh, Samoans, uh, and the Chinese. segregation is real. So, a little bit, but everyone today? mingles. No, everyone mingles for the most part. Even, you know what I mean? But like today, if you were in your situation growing up today, do you think you'd go through the same stuff? Go to the same school, probably. But like, if you go to like a like a, a private school or like a better school, it's just, it's kind of where you're at. The town I was in is still to this day. It's just a small. It's on the southern part of the island. It's one of the most isolated places on the island. It's an old sugarcane plantation town. So like, there's families that have just never left there. It's a little bit territorial, but it helps when you're good at sports and you can people yeah. go, oh, at least you're that kid from the fucking thing. So you wanted to leave because like I wanted to be liked there more than anything. And then that did it happens here. I was homecoming king in high school, so oh, I got wow. a, a little bit of acceptance there. Oh wow! But did some theater shows. Exactly. Yeah. God, I can't believe I showed you that tape. That was uh. Really no, you had the me. one joke. You had the one joke. Oh, I'm just more of just like fuck ah. yeah. Oh God, yeah. We're bringing that one back. Bring it back. Yeah. Um, but it was. I didn't even want to leave. It was just. I was like, all right. There's nothing for me here. Like mm-hmm. it literally was just like. I guess I can date the girl I wanted to date in my junior year, or like buy a truck. But I'm good. And also, just, I wanted to do stand up. So like going to Maui was one of those like. 
I don't know. Maybe there'll be something out there. Maybe yeah. there, and like legit, there was a, a like a radio open mic that I did the first time ever and won twenty five dollars <laughs> coming in second place and came back the next week and won it. Oh yeah, that's pretty. Time. Those are the things that keep you going. You know, like oh it fucking fucked my ego. I thought I was a comedy god. Mm. I was like, I I remember I literally so I came back and the second third time I did it, I won it again. So I'm like. <laughs> Dude, comedy is easy. I just made a I made hundred and twenty five dollars in three weeks, doing like five minutes at a time. Yeah. And then the fourth time I did it, I was like so air. I came in there like nothing prepared, bombed my dick off, bombed so bad. And then like literally was like, what the fuck do you guys? And I just won this thing last week and like got off the stage and got into my truck and like burned out in the parking lot and drove <laughs> off. It's so gay. Off. Yeah. Yeah. But there wasn't a lot of good comedy. You didn't. No, it doesn't matter. I was just air. I yeah. was so. You, you even you admitted before the podcast that like your stuff was like hack beforehand. Extremely hack. Yeah. It's, I also I didn't learn how to do good comedy. I learned how to kill, which mm. is very different. It is very different. And it's like, man, killing feels good. So like, I'm just gonna do local references and like talk about comedians that were on the show or like whatever. You know, I'm gonna just try to make it as specific to this audience as I can. Which I learned uh, didn't help me out a lot when I got to Boston. And people were like, we like good written jokes. And I'm like, fuck, I'm not great at that. Or even good for that matter. But the, yeah, that, the Boston does humble you quick with the mics. Like the first mic you hit in Boston where you bomb, it just humbles you. Oh, it like, sucks. Because I did kill Tony for my first time. My second it's time. It's not an open mic, though. No. But I did. Well, so my first, the yeah, first it's a, real it's a giant crowd actually there to see comedy. Exactly. Though. So then I had, so I was like, that was my first set ever. And then I go to like Sally O'Brien's. Oh, I bought my dick off there. My first. Time. And I was like, this is the worst thing ever. Like, I'm not a comedian. Like, you know, cause oh, like if man. you can do a minute, well, it's different than doing five minutes bad. Well, the best like, thing is, man, the amount of people that I've seen that were like, I hated how many open mics would have like this open, this not open, this like, uh, inside joke feel thing to where people are like, and I'd be like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking. Why are they, why yeah. are they all laughing? And the amount of people that like that was their jam. I don't see any of these motherfuckers anymore. No. Even, even before the pandemic, they all quit. And it's every it's time just I, hang. It was for a hang. Every time they quit, they're like, gosh, fucking gosh. But the, we don't so, need you. So like, I might be moving to New York, and it's the first time I'm leaving. And it's crazy. Like now, I feel like I can do good sets in Boston, and I didn't feel that. And it's like. It's a scary thing to, like, I'm scared to leave home. Like, I'm scared to move. Why are you like 25, right? 23. I'm 23. 23. Jesus like, Christ. but I, I, like, it's weird to, like, go out on your own, especially when you, there's comfort in it. Like, I, I have comfort in my life right now. Yeah, everyone. I dipped out when I was 17. Literally, the second I was like, I can get out of my parents, I'm like, that's happening. That's not, but I have this, it's like, like, yeah, bed and like all yeah. that shit. Yeah. I don't have to pay rent. That's fine. How much? So do you have anything saved up? Have you done anything with not paying rent? I uh, see. I no, I don't. Okay. I put it all into this. I put it all. I lived off of it because I got I got I lost my job six months before quarantine because of a whole shit with. They let me go, but they were like, we'll give you unemployed. It was like it was. A okay. bet. So I got unemployment and I had savings and then, like, over quarantine, I used those savings for, like, the trips to New York and, like, to get the podcast equipment and, like... Investing in your future. Exactly. Huh? So now I don't have savings anymore. I just, like, literally, it's like I just got a car uh, I, because my other car wasn't work, so I got a car. And it's like after I have no more savings, then I get 
this thing where I might have well, to move to New it. York. Who cares? I know, but it's I'm it's that's, so. I mean, I don't know. You can always move back home. That's the other thing. You don't have to. I fuck know. It. You don't have to. It's not this like I find it. It's always gonna be there. And fucking yeah, you're twenty. Get out of there, you fucking loser. You I know, need that. Yeah, I need. No I need reason. a pep talk. I there's need no a pep reason talk. To live with your mom. I Jesus know. Christ. I know. It's affecting how you think about getting laid. I'm sure. I'm man. Your comedy's probably going to be better. Imagine if you could be the guy that hosts like the the chill after the show. You know what I mean? Let's go back to my spot and smoke yeah. some bowls and you know. That's yeah, how you, you fucking wait. loser. Come hang out with us. Goddamn. Get yeah. over to New York. Oh, you or me? Me. You, yeah, exactly. She's yelling at me, too. Oh, yeah. I've, but I do need the pep talk because I am a pussy. Like, I am a pussy like that. Like, I'm good at pushing myself to a point. Uh, not that far, apparently. I mean, moving out of your mom's house is like day one adult. You buy a pack of cigarettes, and then you move into a shitty dorm. You, you have siblings? I have a younger brother. See, I'm an only child, and I, that's not an excuse. But it's something that I didn't, I have to come to terms with where it's like, life is, it is easier when you're an only child because you're the only person who gets like attention. So like when you get the focus, it's easier to be like, just like want comfort, not be like, I have to outperform someone else. Not that you're always in competition, but you're like. Yeah, but didn't you ever like watch movies and shit? (laughs) When I was a kid, I watched like Almost Famous. I was like. God, I want that to be my life. And everyone be like, you're not going to do that if you live with your mom and dad. No, I know, but it, it's anything cool, I'm like you're, you, they never go back. Like Super Bad was even like, I remember watching that and be like, God, I want to have that, 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 you know, that sort of a shenanigans filled whatever. Yeah. And even that, it's like, yeah, they go back to their, their parents' house. But they, it, the, the whole thing is like, you're not supposed to go back to mom and dad's. That's never cool. That's never fun. No, That's never not. rocking, you know? It's not. And it's, it's never drip is the the, the kids in your pot and you're listening to this say <laughs> i think there's a thing the first time you have to pay rent oh, is a weird sh- thing it's a weird th- okay but it is a weird thing when you've never done it before sure yeah you should be doing it you should have been paying to your mom rent the entire time you've been living there that would have been the damn decent thing to do <laughs> a leeching off her like a god i said leech <laughs> You know, a, an animal that sucks blood off. Of, you know, you are gonna be a good dad. I'm gonna be great dad. It's gonna be so easy. I'm not gonna hit him or anything. Probably. I'll spank him. But... A boy, maybe, but definitely not gonna hit my daughter. You don't hit your cats. I've wanted <laughs> to. <laughs> fucking wanted to. Cheating the fuck out of it's it. Like hitting a little dog though. Like you fuck. It's one that beats like a cocker spaniel. It's like I don't really know. Cool. Whoa, look at the tough guy over here. Well, we're talking about when you were driving off bridges and like blowing them up and wanting to kill people. Not wanting to, just understanding I, how easy it is. I have this funny. I don't know why I find it so funny. The Touching idea of beating animals up. Whoa, just ne- I would never do it. I would never do it. Just like you would never do those things. Yeah. But just like I think blowing up a bunch so, of people is way less fucked up than beating so, up animals. It's just such it's the worst thing imaginable. Just to like like it's so horrible. They're so like See, I, have, I have fantasies about like dogs trying to attack me and just fucking them up. Oh, if a dog but like it's just such a horrible idea that it, it's the comedian in me that it makes me laugh. Like walking down I was walking down the street with my friend in New York and we saw like a horse. 
Like, what if we just went and beat the fuck out of that no, horse? I mean, right I mean that's now. not, I mean, not beat the fuck, but like someone got arrested for punching a police horse in the face. And it's like, <laughs> that's hilarious. It's just the idea of it. It's so it's funny. very funny. And that's where my darkness and my thoughts come out. There you go. I mean, even like a dog. Like, I'm not going to kick your cat. No, but I'll But sm- just the idea of you angry one night just being like, eating the shit out of the cat. Anger. Yeah, I've always thought about that a million times. You don't have to hit a cat. They just go. They fucking they scatter. It's like, man, it doesn't take a. It's like snake venom. You don't need a lot. You don't need a lot. My mouth is dry as fuck. I'm gonna go get some more water. Yeah, why don't you? I'll get you water. Why don't you oh, rant? Let me make myself another drink. I uh, will rant. Tell us about the Ani, new hip hop. <laughs> the new hip hop. What the kids are listening uh, to. Annie, you need to yell at me now on why I need to do it. Yeah, I mean, we've already talked about this a bunch. I saw you do comedy in New York, and you fit there, dude. Like, this is resistance. You know that this is resistance. And it I'm is an only child, yeah. and we've, we've had this discussion of... How old were you when you moved out, when you paid rent for the first time? When I paid rent for the first time? You were 18? All right, Sonny was no, 18. I mean, I, I lived at school like you, and then I came home, and, and I worked full-time, uh, multiple jobs for five years. Mm-hmm. And then I was 27, I think. But it is a scary thing to do. So you were 20. It's like I did work full time, but it is a yeah. scary like. I might have been 26. Time. I can't remember if I was 26 or 27 at this point. But I mean, Sam, I I moved out of my parents' house. Uh, like I just made that decision the day before, or like two days before. Yeah. And I, I did not have anything really when I moved out because I wasn't I had something, but not a lot. And my friends, thankfully, were able to help support me for for a few months and I could stay with them and pay them rent and kind of cut a deal. And then guess what? I had to move out spur of the moment fucking again. Every time I've ever moved has always been spur of the moment. That is true. You do. And I've never been a hundred percent ready for it, but we've made it work and you'll make it work because if you really want to do something like this podcast, this is like episode 70, dude. Like yeah. Yeah, also episode you're 70. Life. You've had the easiest life in the world. You're fucking Mr. Peter Pan. It's like, oh my Excuse God, am I going to be stressed out? I'm not going to get easier. I, I, I'm not going to go in. Your <laughs> argument is it's so easy living with no, my I, mom. No, it is. That is. So <sighs> when you were 18, what what made you were just like, I need to get out of my house. I need to be on my own. I need to, I'm not staying in fucking Ocean View, Hawaii, dude. I mean, literally, it was like, I need to, I'm going to go in a skyscraper. Let me fucking like, I've never been on like a subway, you know? Yeah. Let me go live. Let me. I, I want to go to Red Sox game. I want to go see the Patriots someday. I want to go do. A, want to do stand up comedy. Want to live my life. You moved across the whole country. Like you moved to Massachusetts. Yes. Like the, first, like the first fun. it was Maui. First it was just like, dude, let's go fucking just. I hate man. I love my hometown, but it's like I would hate living there now. That would not be a good place to be. And uh, yeah, dude, the, living somewhere where there was a nightlife was insane. Living somewhere where there was like girls that I'd never met before that I could hook up with was insane. Shit like that. It was just a whole a whole new world is a uh, yeah the flying Arab well, would doesn't say. come from anything comfortable. You know that. I and do know that. And I it is point. resistance. Have you ever read The War of Art? Nope. Not a I mean I, I I've read philosophy book. What's the War of Art? That's the one the where, War of uh, Art, Stephen Pressfield. It's not the the art of war. Okay. Which is by I've Sun Tzu. I've read Shun Tzu's The Art of War. Yeah, but this is the War of Arts by Stephen Pressfield, and it's about like resistance like how your brain is the thing that holds you back from like making a decision like it's not anything else like someone's not like literally being like 
you can't like yeah my wife talks about this it's a, it's a business thing where it's like the upper the upper management syndrome of like you're your biggest person doubting yourself and you're you set restrictions and blah, blah, but it's blah, blah, true blah. yeah f- okay fine i feel like that's just you should have that thought when you're tripping on <laughs> mushrooms you're like god why am i fucking doing all this shit ah uh, you know what i really am yeah and you just you think about what you do with your day and it's like damn that was i played fucking 2k for like 45 minutes like there's just shit where you're like, why am I just wait? And you're like, oh, it makes me feel better, yada yada. But yeah. no, I hate. I don't like. And I have the past two. I've been wasting more time than I should because I don't like wasting time. I like when I wake up early. I meditate. I do yoga. I go for a run. I write. But I still catch myself staying if up, like staying up late, waking up late, and then like laying in bed wanting to play my fucking ps5 it's like but i feel better when i do the other shit i just am a pussy it's easier to do the other one you were talking about like that's what i did this morning i ran six miles in 61 minutes we uh, that's that's great fucking 10 minute miles the entire time i would run with i would do that with you if you ever wanted to run i don't think you could keep up i do eight minute miles and i do five i do eight minute miles for five six miles almost four days a week all right, you can we can we can run together. I guess. That's fine. I know. I shit. I actually I am a but runner. Would, you man, running doesn't work. Fuck. I know, dude. I'll lift up my shirt. I run that, and this is my body. You do push-ups? Yeah. I bench. I like. I work out, and this is just What's your diet. I don't even eat that unhealthy. I just have bad genetics. No, I'm pretty sure you must be. You drink a lot of soda, huh? No, I don't. For real. I mean, I eat pretty healthy. I do. You have Google Fit? Do you download it so you can track all your movements? No, I don't do that. I but I do. It's I do work out hard. I just my body has always been bigger. It's like I'm a I'm a thick chick. I'm like a curvy chick. Sure, but But, uh, it's my knees are gonna be fucked because I do run eight to nine minute miles consistently for long periods and i still look like this that's insane i yeah. just got under 10 minutes i'm like i'm a fucking god i'm like the fucking greatest thing to ever walk the that's earth. Gr- no under 10 minutes is crazy because i've been trying like when i first started running in college i would smoke two backwoods to the face with weed yeah i'd run for 10 minutes mm-hmm. don't care how fast 10 minutes and then i'd smoke a third backwood and be like i'm a runner oh yeah and i would do that every day no matter how shitty i felt no matter if i was sick i would run 10 minutes but i'd smoke two backwoods and a backwood after and then i was like this i can't call myself a runner once that was easy so i moved it up mm-hmm. and now i smoke a joint and i'll run five six miles oh yeah i would take a bonger before i head out of the house but it's it, it is a long it's a long process like you've been doing comedy a lot longer than me yeah. But like I've been running lo- longer than you. Like sure. running I've been working on. Sure. You want comedy though. Like you I mean what you're doing you you're hitting it harder than I was when I first started. It was a I mean that was the, that's the only regret but I had. You were was, doing theaters. Yeah, but it, and you thought you were better but than I'd you were. But I only done comedy probably like fucking 30 or 40 times yeah. up to that point, which you know, when I, I also I didn't never bombed at the big shows, thank God, but when I got out here it was like, man, you are not as equipped to be a good comedian as you think you are. Did it make you want to quit at first? Absolutely. Uh, no, it just made me fucking yeah, not even quit, but it was more of just a disappointment in myself of like, you fucking idiot, dude, come on. And it was it was a realization of like I had to lose a little bit of the confidence which sucked and that definitely fucked in my head for the first year, but once I figured out how to kill again, it was like, all right, or not even kill, like, learn how to do good on stage again, learn how to write where I'm like you have to write jokes that are like were you really Good. blindsided or were you in the back of your head like, I knew this shit was happening? 
no completely i think it might i was like you might have to you know do your time which is like maybe like a year and then you'll be fucking <laughs> like it, it just, yeah too. you really were blindsided yeah. and it's just like I, it was more because i was like i might not be getting the stuff but i'm good at i was like i'm i know i was like in my even like i was one of the better comedians i was fucking i was the best out in hawaii yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll say that i was the best out there so it was like i'm good there's like no there's, i'm from the best in one state then i have to at least be like the top 10 in another one and man it was a eye-opener of like wait does that mean everybody in hawaii sucks part of it's like <laughs> that's part of it but you know have you have you gone back and done comedy once and did everyone suck yeah i mean everyone not everybody you know people are like people are good there's like good job but it's like you don't really learn how to do certain there's certain skills you see out here and it's like oh damn this motherfucker is you know he's doing uh, he's playing 3d chess while i'm over here with checkers yeah but it, it must have helped you be able to do time like you just did uh like you can do longer spots like you had that ability to do like 30 minutes sure absolutely but it is it also like people i, I see egos with people where i'm like man you're terrible but if I, i've done a 30 minute set it's like yeah man we i know you just talked to your friends it was uh we, we were there it was cool man but you, you get that every I, I talk i've had people ask me things and it's like yeah, i don't i don't know what you think is going on mm -hmm. comedy world in the middle of the ocean but it's not really attached to anything going on anywhere but here so you know shush with all that ego and shit do you like now that it's coming back are like are you gonna hit it hard now or do you uh, feel like a like i'm at a crossroads man it's my uh it's the point in life i've been debating that this is like my year of like 2020 was gonna be it was it was a good everything was planned out pretty well it was gonna be a fruitful year it was nice how things were turning and like i almost am like a step back from that now in terms of like yeah, Hecklefest was kind of, I was getting that into a couple like mm -hmm. spots that were going to be really, it was going to be really cool. And now that's not a thing anymore. And just, you know, it, you can't really do these, these shows hoping you can make the same amount of money as you could before. And it's like, I don't know, I, I, I didn't have a career path, but I had a, had an idea of where things were headed. Now it's just so different where I'm like, fuck, I would, I would, I would have to do it in a very different way. And I, I I'm probably still going to keep doing stand up, but some of the delusions of success might be fading a little bit there and might have to be settling for things. And it's just not, I don't know, man, it's, it'll, it's just going to be really, really different now. So I bet, you know, I'm, something might happen and maybe I might be able to jump back in here and make, get things to work. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm getting ready to have a family in my head. That's kind of where I'm getting at now. Is what career path do you want to take then? Oh, I mean something. I mean, ideally the fucking podcasting would be nice. That's the, uh, that's the nice work from home, uh, vibe there. Mm -hmm. But you know, there's a million things I could do in Hawaii. I've done a million. Would you jobs. go back to Hawaii? Oh, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, You're moving back. Not right now, but like in the next five years, me and my, we're looking at a, we're going to go house shopping while we're back there. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, have a kid probably the next three or four years. Is that crazy to think about? It is, but I've been thinking about it a bunch. And also I'm like, I'm turning 30 in August, you know, I've had a fucking insane life. Even comedy, dude. I've like I've got to do a lot of cool shit, and I I kick myself about lack of success a lot of times. But when, I, when I, every now and then you put it, you get like a, a Facebook memory thing. You're like, wow, that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Wow, I can't believe I did. Wow, that did. Man, I got I did get a you 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 know you put everything stacked up on paper, and it's like don't feel bad, bro. Like you did comedy, and it was sick, and it's uh you keep doing it and shit. But yeah, in my head, I'm definitely a little more of the uh, if the if. You know, if a great job is offered to me and you have to like, yeah, you would, if you're gonna have to work, you know, nights, you know, might not be able to do stand up as much. <sighs> ah, I got a kid on the way, you know, or as yeah. fucking back in the day, I'd be like, 
I will sleep on a futon for the rest of my life for pursuit of my art. But, well, yeah, because you are on your own since you were 18. It's been like probably fight or flight. Not that much. you're in that now, but for a long time. And you probably just want a little bit of that calm. Well, that's you. And also, I'm, I mean, the way that comedy is working, I am being, I'm being a little more realistic with my shit where I'm like, man, I guess that uh, you're not going to be Bill Burr. Sometimes, you know, the, the idea of like the, the way things happen now, sometimes there's a time for there's a you know a time for things to happen. There's almost a lightning and a bottle moment. And if that's not you, that's not a, you, you see. I have friends where they get success or they don't get success or like the way things happen. And it's like there is no reason for it other than just the fucking way the wind blows. And it's disheartening. Sometimes it's also super like it gets you pumped up. Like, oh, wow. If he did it, I can do that thing. Mm-hmm. But you can't I, I when i was i don't know this is the year where i was looking at a lot of self-introspection and man i get mad at some peers of mine for no reason other than they succeed or they fuck up something and it's like dude chill out nobody cares you know what i mean it's all it's about jokes go tell jokes go have fun and i yeah i try not to be as much of a chatty bitch as the kids would say that's a really uh, i like hearing you say that that you have the i mean I'll talk shit with my boys, but it's, it's, it's in my head, my thoughts. I gotta. That's where I'm like, yeah. I, I love you're being talking. honest with yourself. Oh like, yeah. If you don't love something, then like. And I do love it, but I don't love how much I can be bitter about it. Sometimes. And you also Benjamin buttoned it. Like you had a Benjamin yeah. Button career. Like yeah. You started oh, at the top. Like you started. Well put. With the theaters and like you were the at the top, and then just slowly you realized like what it was, but. It's also, I think it's a little, a little bit of a big fish, small pond thing. Yeah. And it's but like, you are a good comic. Like, yeah. Thank you. I'm a great comic. <laughs> Fucking watch your mouth, boy. <laughs> Ten years in, I'm sorry. You're a great comic. Um, but it's, you know, I, I if I stayed in Hawaii, probably would not have gotten a lot better, but I probably would have thought I was a lot better than I do now. Yeah. You are at a crossroads. You, you said you're 10 years in your relationship. Yep. And you're 10 years in comedy. 11 years, actually. 11 years in 11 comedy. 11 years in comedy. And that is like... You started them at the same time. It is like 11 and a half, actually. Yeah. But that, so you were, that is, it is a crossroads of what you're going to pick. Oh, it's not even, I mean, would you do stand up like, like a hobby? Yeah, as a hobby. I would do it as as a professional hobby. You know what I mean? Where it's like, I would, I got enough big name, not big name friends, but like friends where I'm like, hey, you want to come out and do a show in Hawaii? Yeah, I'll sell it out and I'll open for you. That kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, Would you ever want to open a club? Yeah, definitely. That's a dream right there. But that's a little harder. That's a little more of like uh You want to be a Hawaiian Rick Jenkins? God, that's no. <laughs> first of all, he doesn't own a club. He owns a clubhouse that people that like to pretend they do comedy hang out at. I'm kidding, everybody. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's I'm comedy. Kidding. Yeah, we're telling shit. No, but yeah. would you want to own a, a cl- an actual club? Yes, yeah. an actual club that like, that's the whole thing. I wouldn't do it for like, a local comedy scene it would be like oh touring this will comedians be, touring comedians will be open like three days a week it won't even be a comedy club it'll be like hey can i like i'm gonna talk to a restaurant or a place they're like hey do you guys have a back room i can rent out on these days and that'll be the thing and that'll be its own you know because like, the idea of like having my own establishment that has to be open monday tuesday like that's just not that's not a hawaii works you know people have tried and failed it miserably every single time and i feel like i just understand where it's like here's what it, ha- it can't just be like a full-time it has to be like a, a concept of a comedy club. You know, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a room you do comedy and you call it a comedy club. Yeah. One of those, th- not even like to that extent. I would like to have, uh, I mean, the, the best way to be like, it is have like a restaurant that you can just like almost, be like, all right, let's open this together as a partner. 
have a back room, like a yeah. big like banquet room. Well, you know what I actually here's, here's what what I always thought about doing is like is if you can just get the liquor license and have the bar and uh and have like shitty food intentionally like really hey we have mm-hmm. a pizza like a and anyone can operate like a costco pizza quality pizza yeah we have a hot dog thing and popcorn and that's and we will put some fucking you know whatever but it's it's it can be prepared oh fucking sloppy joe's that would be another one that would be good uh if you just had pizza hot dogs sloppy joe yeah i would never pick the sloppy joe Really? Here's the thing about Sloppy Joe. That's the easiest one to like. We're just like, oh, just make a fucking, a, you make a, a pot of the meat. But who I mean? wants to be at a comedy show eating no, no, shit? No. So here's the other thing. Fucking food is not offered at the comedy show. There's like a, a patio outdoor. And it's like fucking restaurants over here. Deep throat that hot dog there. and then you can go in like. Yeah. Well, so there's the thing. The restaurant's not open. There's, you can't order food during the show. That'd be another thing. It's like it's open like, you know, four hours before the show or five hours. And so, yeah, come grab a bite, hang out, get a couple drinks. If you buy tickets to the show, you get like deals on uh, everything while you're there. And then it's like, all right, hour, half an hour before, last call before, uh, you know, with food. And it's like, you know, no food inside the performance area. But, you're, but you can get drinks while you're in there. Yeah. And I think that would, I hate fucking uh, clubs where they have food in there. But you got to make money with the food. Mm-hmm. And if you were to do, yeah, something where, the, I mean, it costs nothing. Anyone can make it. You can charge, you know, a good little amount there. And you can throw some veggies and some bullshit on there. Right. And yeah, that would be a great comedy club. Make sure a room, maybe like 100, 100, 150. Nothing insane because it's like I don't. You have thought about this. Oh, ton. Yeah, absolutely. And it's I mean everyone everyone has that thought when you just go to like when you're at clubs or you get booked somewhere and it's like man, this place fucking blows and it's you, you see what they're doing wrong. That was one man. There was one where they call it was not a club but they call themselves a comedy club. Is they had the TVs on the entire time. I'm like, this is day one shit here. Yeah. Stuff like that. Just how you do like a, a green room, a waiting area. Also, I mean, it's Hawaii, so I feel like it wouldn't be too hard to almost have a, like a, a much smaller door. And it's like, hey, man, we're, we'll put you up while you're here. Fucking, mm. you know, we'll fly, yeah. we'll fly you out and put you up. But you're probably going to make like 500 to show. Hey, Sam. Yeah. Sorry, we're just like gritty over time. Just wanted to give you a heads up if you want to. Thank you very much. That was a good place to end. Beautiful. What are we at? Two and a half hours? How far, how long did we go? Like about an hour and a half. Oh, Beautiful. perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Of course, man. I love to spread the knowledge and that's how you was... get the fuck out of your mom's house. <laughs> yeah, I needed that. No, this was actually, this was a really great conversation. I had a great conversation on your podcast. It was a good that time, That was the first man. time that we like. I got to actually talk, hang out. Yeah, and, that was yeah. A, and this was an awesome conversation too. I'm happy we got to do this. I'm glad you came by, big guy. What's uh, Do you want to plug your podcast? I'd love to. That's stuff. the uh, the Sunny Side podcast on everything. Apple podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, all the big ones. Uh, I'll be in Maui, Hawaii on uh, May 17th over at the Playground in Maalaya. It's going to be a good time. We'll also be doing a special edition Heckle Fest. Oh, that's local dope. Hawaiian performers. So make sure you, you check it out if you're there. Tickets are selling out quick. Uh, buy your tickets in twos and fours because that's how they're doing it for COVID. So <laughs> You're such a professional. I try to be. I've been <laughs> drinking quite a bit today. <laughs> well, you guys can listen to Bucked Up. You know, you're listening to it already. Yeah, follow Goodbye. me on Instagram too. Follow him on it. Unfollow me. Follow me.